So this is Ben, my best bud. I've known him for nearly nine years now, if you can believe that. <laughs> Scary long time, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it is a long time. And when I when I first met Ben, he, he used to put animal corpses in his mouth for fun. Isn't that right, Ben? <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't want yeah, to dob you in or anything. Yeah. It's just that's just, just a fact of what happened. Like. <laughs> no, it is. It is. So what, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. True. But here here we are. Time. Nine. It is a long time. And here we are nine years later. And now you're the newest vegan in England, possibly, maybe. Pretty new. Uns- uns- unsubstantiated fact, but yeah, yeah. I mean, also, <laughs> also unprovably not correct. So Yes, unprovably not correct. <laughs> and so can you just like go through sort of what took you from animal hater to animal lover? <laughs> uh, well, I guess, well, but that in itself is interesting, isn't it? of like animal hater because I yeah obviously uh, like I realize you're you're being like lighthearted and joking but it, it is like an interesting point that I I mean I'm sure there's some people out there but I imagine most people who eat meat aren't like oh I hate animals no, no. and and when we met nine years ago I did eat meat I you know I obviously wouldn't have described myself as an animal hater but but also probably would have said like oh like I, I like animals like I like yeah I think that most and... people are not indifferent. They actually do like animals. And most like, people, yeah, you ask them, say... they're against slaughterhouses and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I think I would have said, oh, I'm at, like actively like, I, and, and not just sort of your know, traditional pet animals, but also like farmed animals. Like, I think I would have said, like, oh, you know, I, I you know, I've been to like petting zoos and whatever. Like, I've petted yeah. a goat. I don't want to, <laughs> you know, I, I wouldn't kill it. And, and yet, obviously, was by proxy. Sure. Um, so the the steps, I guess, whilst so whilst we knew each other, I became vegetarian. Yeah. Do you remember when you did still that? Still know each other. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when you made that change? On and off, on and off for a long, long time. You were always sort of really close, anyway. Yeah. V- very soon after we met. In fact, before we met, because I um, like as a as a dirty teen. <laughs> <laughs> lots of my lots of my girlfriends are vegetarian so oh, obviously yeah. anytime I like went out for a meal with them or went around to their houses or cooked myself it would normally be vegetarian because you were quite um, punk you're into like the punk subculture would you yeah, describe yeah. being vegetarian or vegan a little bit punk uh I think it can be I think it can be in fact there's um a, a subculture and someone listening probably knows a lot more about this than I did, <laughs> than I do because I, yeah, was a was a wannabe suburban punk punk when I was fifteen, yeah. so it's not not the best. <laughs> but there there is a subculture of like punk um, ethos, I suppose, and obviously the whole idea is like, you know, people aren't going to tell us what to do or do what I want or whatever. And there's a subculture of that where it's like completely like your straight edge. So you don't smoke, you don't drink, you don't take drugs, oh, yeah. and also you don't eat meat, and you don't. And I, I, I don't I imagine there's also like sort of you don't have any animal products. Yeah. And there's certain people, like I'm fairly certain the lead singer of like Propaganda is a vegan. I would, Quite I would guess so. Just like band. listening to his lyrics. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, so yeah. I guess there's always been a, an element of my, or for a long time, a lot, you know, much longer than even you know meeting you yeah 
And then eight years ago, we lived together, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, we did in a really disgusting what, eight, seven, little hovel of a place. I mean, it was a grim, it was. <laughs> in the first week, a window broke and wasn't fixed for the remaining, remaining nine Yeah, that's very true. There. Yeah, so, it was often slug great. infested. and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We did have black mould in that, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't the nicest place. <laughs> But, but I enjoyed living with you. Yeah. Uh, that aspect was all right, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, that one aspect. <laughs> and even even when we first met, quite a lot of vegetarian meals. Yeah. But but I still ate meat. And then probably a year after that, I started eating mainly vegetarian meals, but still ate meat. Yeah. And then probably probably around 2017 is when I like just didn't eat meat at all. Maybe very occasionally. Call yourself like an official vegetarian around that time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess that's, yeah, I think that's probably a, a reasonably accurate timeline, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, vegetarian for a long time. And then, like you say, I mean, in terms of like turning sort of a, quote unquote officially vegan. Um, yeah. Yeah, very recent. So, you know. And why, why did you make that change then from vegetarian to vegan? Good question. <laughs> I think it's, well, it's, it's interesting, isn't it? Because I think, I think not many people sort of go completely 100% from vegetarian to vegan in one yeah. day or one, you, you know, it's not like an event. There's no like cataclysmic people event. Often people often transition. Like, it's a transition, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, like completely cut out meat and then cut out milk. And that's because, you know, obviously, like, I think certainly your listeners will know, but like, I think, I just think generally it's quite well known that the dairy industry, particularly in the UK, but I think globally, but, you know, I only really know about the UK because where I live. Yeah. It is like not very good (laughs) at all. (laughs) Um, So you cut out milk. And I I don't know if you know this about me, but when I was a child, when I was a kid, I I was like very allergic to milk. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, really? yeah. What about yeah, like, yeah. Uh, were you breastfed? Do you have breast milk? A bit, but I was allergic to that as well. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. So, um, yeah, I was breastfed a bit, and then obviously like vomed a lot as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it was moved on to formula, and then when they only like wean you off formula, yeah, like I, I was, I was very allergic to milk for a very long time. It used to really make me vomit a lot, and then when I was older like a, a child like an actual child it didn't make me vomit or anything but if i drank too much milk i really got like very sore legs sore legs mm. okay really ached and then um and then it, it, like for like years like until i gave up drinking cow's milk i like would be fine with it i could drink it and like, or anything then every now and again i would be like oh this milk's like gone off like it tastes gone off like really sour yeah and gross like milk goes but it, but it wouldn't be, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. I went through that sort of stage. <laughs> I would smell milk and I could never tell if it was off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'd be like, oh, that's completely gone off. And then my girlfriend, very, well, various girlfriends, because I say it's that like, Ooh, player. Yeah. So I, should, <laughs> I should stress not at the same time. <laughs> well, like, you know, like that's, that's not gone off, basically. Yeah. You know we can use it it'd be weird i'd have it like you know i'd have it one day and then drink it the next one that's gone off and then drink it the next like no it's fine Hmm. yeah not necessarily been like very (laughs) good with milk my entire life (laughs) like cow's milk i should say yeah um 
So yeah, so you changed to like the plant-based milks, which I, I've got to say, there's definitely levels, and I know that everyone's taste <laughs> is different, and like yeah, yeah, there's like you know obviously they're designed and you know obviously like manufactured in a way which obviously they're going to have different tastes, but when you first change, I think everyone sort of has a bit of like oh which one should I get. And um, I knew I didn't like soy milk very much because my my mum has had it for a long, long time since I was All right. maybe like secondary school. So like over you know like fifteen years or so, was had soy milk. So I knew I didn't really like that because as like when we were growing up, we used to get both. So yeah. sometimes I'd have soy milk. So I knew I didn't really like that. And then um, mainly drink oat milk. But when you go through them, there's like that little period, isn't there, where you're like picking sort of which one? Is that a fun little process for you? It was all right. It was all right. It's quite interesting, isn't it? It's quite I like interesting. It. <laughs> I bought my brother all the different plant milks because I'm trying to get him off cow's milk. <laughs> all right. All of them. So we tried all of them. You know, you got like rice, hazelnut. Right. Uh, I, rice, is, rice is all right. I think I quite rice like rice. Rice is nice. Yeah. A lot of people oh, don't like it. I really like it. Do you? Okay. I don't, yeah, I'm surprised not many people like it. Hemp genuinely is one of the worst fingers I've ever drunk in my life. <laughs> it's just, and like, again, I realise that lots of people probably do like it listening, but I mean, why? It's, it's just, <laughs> I would genuinely just cut it out of every, like even milk-based drinks, I would just cut it out if my choice was to have hemp milk again. <laughs> and it's one of the most expensive ones too, right? The hemp milk. Yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah. yeah. It's definitely <laughs> not not a cheap alter, you know, it's not like the cheap version kind of thing. Yeah, so you're an oat boy then. Disgusting. So I'm an oat boy, mainly. Um, you got a favourite yeah. brand? You want the Oatly? Uh, I'd, I'd like a bit of Oatly, yeah. Although, to be honest, recently, um, Barista obviously is the best version of all of yeah. them. They all do a Barista version. That's the best one. Yeah, I was an Oatly boy. Recently, Outpro. Oh, Outpro oat milk. It's cheaper though than Oatly. Well, it is in our. In Oatly our is a bit shop. pricey. It is a bit pricey. I think I actually, yeah, I think they might be the same price, but there's an offer on Outpro. Then, so you can get uh, plant milks now for like it's either forty p or sixty p uh, if you go for the cheapest of the cheap, which I think is like uh, Tesco. I think yeah. do it that cheap. Yeah, for like one liter. So now, like these days, it is around the same price as cow's milk, which is quite nice. Particularly impressive, given that cow's milk is artificially kept like crazy low, isn't it? To, well, I think. I mean, completely, completely <laughs> I unsubstantiated. I don't know. I, I was just taking fact. your word for that, mate. I don't know. <laughs> I believe they do like pour a lot away. I see it on the news and stuff occasionally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not had cow's milk for like several years. So you're just having milk in some processed things that you were eating, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah and a milk powder and whatever and then and then I guess they and then sort of cut out eggs quite recently and then the sort of the main thing left is cheese which I think is like the last thing for most people isn't it yeah definitely did you find it difficult to cut out the cheese yeah I guess so it's tricky I think in terms of pure taste well like taste and texture you know yeah I think it's easy to cut it out as like part of a meal you know, having mozzarella on like a pizza, say, it's quite easy to get an alternative which works just as well. Yeah, I think to have it as a as a base of your meal, I think it's quite tricky to do. Like in a lasagna or something. Yeah, lasagna or which, maybe maybe less of a lasagna because I think again it's kind of that that sort of mozzarella esque. But I guess okay, I mean yeah. like like you wouldn't. I don't. Well, I wouldn't have like vegan cheese with crackers. Say. Okay. Well. You may be convinced otherwise, but, but 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, I say that I've not had many <laughs> vegan cheeses, so yeah, you know, we're not, you know, willing to try it. But <laughs> of, of the ones I've had, I wouldn't wouldn't have them with crackers. You know, for me, when I switched over from vegetarian to vegan, I was worried about cheese being difficult mm. until I just did it. And then I didn't really miss it. I think it probably took a week, maybe two weeks, and I just didn't care anyway. Like, now I don't care about cheese at all. Fair enough. That's interesting. That is interesting. I don't... I mean, yeah, I think the other thing is with with a lot of meals, I could say, like, I don't know, lasagna or whatever, you can get vegan replacement cheeses anyway. But then I was... You're not going to put cheese with, like, a stir-fry anyway, are you? No. That's right. Or, I don't know, like a like uh you know caribbean curry or whatever like there's a lot of meals that you just you wouldn't put cheese of anyway so i don't yeah which which you know we have a lot of anyway so i don't know tricky but not yeah uh, maybe the same as not you. as big I as the hype. i miss it yeah, yeah yeah like it's nice but i'm not like sat at home <laughs> rocking back and forth like oh give me some you know i don't know whatever gouda why did you go vegan? Was it like animals, environment, your health? Uh, it wasn't my health. <laughs> peak, peak fit. No, I'm not. Um, no. Um, <laughs> yeah, animals and, um, you know, like the carbon footprint of the meat and the dairy industry. Yeah. Um, definitely. Pro- probably the, the main reason would be like environmental, like pure, you know, like environmental reasons. Yeah. Okay. If you were to list my priorities. <laughs> <laughs> And then, um, yeah, and then, and then the second would be the the sort of ethics, and it's the same with. So I think it's interesting, isn't it? When you most pe- people, I guess, turn vegetarian, you sort of say, "Why not?" Oh, I don't think you should kill an animal. Yeah. And then, it, yeah, I think when you sort of read a bit more about it, you're like, "Oh, you know that that means also cutting out like dairy as well, or you know the the other you know eggs and stuff like this." I think you sort of, and it's it's most basic form. You kind of think, well. Any animals should be harmed to and eat them directly eat them and then you yeah. sort of you know obviously which i mean you know i think it's the same with lots of things i think it's the same with sort of you know i, I know a lot of people who eat meat but also wouldn't eat palm oil or you know wouldn't oh yeah eat palm oil but you know wouldn't like don't get products with palm oil in because of that sort of impact on on the natural environment of the areas where that's growing you know hypocrites <laughs> <laughs> I think it's well, but, no, yeah, but, yeah, really, yeah. But, <laughs> it's not, it's not hypocritical. I think it's oftentimes it's a lack of the knowledge because it's yeah, not very yeah, well. No, it's not given to us, you know. We have to go and search for it. No, exactly, exactly. And I, but I think it's the same thing, isn't it? It's the reason they they and I wouldn't eat products with palm oil, and is is that because it you know, it's destroying yeah. the habitats of orangutans? And I think yeah, you. When you when you delve a bit deeper than just directly, like directly you eating an animal, to being not like, you know, that there's a lot of things that affect animal welfare, you know, obviously. Yeah, you know, just going back to vegetarian, I think a lot of people don't know that cows and chickens are killed in the dairy and egg industries. You know, I think for me anyway, that's why I was vegetarian for such a long time. Because I just didn't realize, like, meat is literally the body part of an animal. It's a really obvious an animal was killed. Yeah, it's, it's clearly a di- direct, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but it's easy to believe these sort of images of free-range cows and chickens living happily. The farmer just goes and picks up their eggs. I always bought free-range eggs, you know. 
Mm. Uh, Flamingos picks up the eggs that they left. They're not using them, you know, mm. and you sort mm. of believe that narrative then. Yeah, well, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, obviously it's a perpetuating narrative, obviously perpetuating narrative that they want you to believe. But yeah, it's, it's a very good point. It's a very good point, definitely. And I, mean, I suppose that's it, though, isn't it? I mean, I mean, what do you think about, like, owning chickens or, like, goats or whatever? So, chickens for eggs, right? Chickens for eggs, yeah. Well, I, I guess as a pet as well. But sure. I suppose, so, yeah. <laughs> so the problem with purchasing a chicken uh, as a pet is you're, you're pretty much only going to find females, right? You pretty much mm -hmm. want the females because they lay eggs. There's not a high demand for males. Uh, and when you buy a chicken, um, they come from a hatchery most of the time, like 99% of the time. And in the hatchery, they kill the males because nobody wants them. Mm. So if you buy a female chicken, technically, you've cut, well, I don't know if technically is the right word. You've basically paid for a male to be killed. To uh, you're, you're, you're aiding an industry, which obviously is. Exactly, yeah. Chickens. Yeah, they factor that into it. Fair enough. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. And the other side, you know, is you can't actually, you shouldn't be taking the eggs from the chickens either. And the reason for that is, uh, I believe 10% of the chicken's calcium is used to create the egg, right? Mm. Mm. Um, if you take it, take away the egg, something in the chicken's biology tells them to lay another egg, leave the egg there. They won't. And the other thing is, if you leave the egg there, eventually the chicken will eat it and regain the nutrients that it's spent to make the egg. Yeah, no, yeah, I mean, that is, that is what they do, isn't it? If it's not fertilised, I should say. Yeah. Yeah, interesting point. I mean, you can get rescue chickens. Yeah, there's no problem with having a rescue animal and taking care of them. Um, but again, like the eggs, like you're taking them, you're causing a problem, you know. And it's not, it's not obvious information. You know, this is, again, information you have to go looking for. Is there anything you don't get? about veganism almost certainly yes but in terms of like me being able to directly tell you like i i, I don't get this i don't know because i don't know it to not know <laughs> you see what i mean oh okay i see what you're saying yeah you're not even aware that you don't know yeah exactly exactly yeah. like i'm not gonna sit here and be like no i completely completely I know everything <laughs> <laughs> clocked it <laughs> oh, completed veganism mate <laughs> i actually don't eat anything anymore i just Float around on a bubble of self-importance. Yeah, that's it. We get we get like uh, this high horse when you're vegan for long enough. A horse is delivered to you, and you get to sit on it. <laughs> sit on it. Which yeah. which in itself is ironically cruelly. <laughs> it is, isn't it? <laughs> um, what's your opinion on um, activism? You know, it's education, isn't it? At the end of the day, I mean, like you say, you know, obviously a lot of big companies have a vested interest. Yeah. In in sort of. You're either not letting it information get out or or you know displaying it in a way which obviously portrays them in a positive light or at least a non-negative light so in that sense activism is good yeah and of like you know counteracting that if we want to go like meat eater to vegetarian to vegan how do we get you to the next point get you active i don't know well i don't know i mean it's it's interesting isn't it? i mean i think it depends because you know saying like well, what do you think about activism well in in it's very broad sense it's yeah, it's, it's, it's such a broad question, isn't it? It's such a... I think it's good, like I say, to like teach people. But I, I do also think it can sometimes unintentionally have the opposite effect. Yeah. Um, it, it depends on how it's... You know, it depends on how it's done, doesn't it? It depends on... Like, I, I suppose, in a sense, this podcast is activism, isn't it? Yeah, I guess, technically, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's... <laughs> You know, educational. 
not not this episode necessarily, but <laughs> <laughs> like putting discourse out there, you know. Somebody yeah, exactly. To this podcast, they talk about it. There's a bit of a conversation going. A exactly. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So you know, I think in that sense, you know, I I don't I don't necessarily think like this is going to have any unintended negative. Con- I don't think anyone's going to listen to this podcast and be like, <laughs> "I'm so so angry at this podcast. I'm going to go. I'm yeah, going right. to eat more meat. I'm going to eat know. two steaks tonight." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, but I think you, that can be an unintended consequence sure. of some activism. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it depends on on what you mean in terms of like, do you mean would I? you know join a protest or sign a like petition for like you know the improvement of the uk dairy industry so for example when i come back to the uk um i want to go to like uh slaughterhouses and uh see the trucks come in and stuff and you go up you film the animals and show people um what they're paying for basically something like that would you be up for that kind of activism now i know you're an early vegan as well so you're still here like trying to figure everything out uh, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say like absolutely not, you know. <laughs> but I d- yeah, I think it's I don't know. Like I, I also think there's a sense of like like yeah, like you say, I, I don't yeah, I don't think I'm necessarily in a position to to do that. It's if early I'm, days, isn't it? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like it seems a bit of a a bit, and and you know maybe that's like wrong, and maybe you should engage anyway and maybe it doesn't matter what stage of your own journey you're at to you know i get that but personally i don't know yeah it seems like maybe i don't know like a sense of hypocrisy but maybe that's the wrong word you're trying to to teach people something that you don't feel too knowledgeable about yourself right yeah 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 i get that like i didn't go active the first day i was vegan you know it took me a long time and it was from watching other activists on youtube really and learning what people say and you'll find out people say about 10 or 20 different things as their reasons for eating meat and their arguments. And that's mm. it. There's no more. And you just learn that you learn the answers, basically. Mm. And one little tip is pretty much everything they're going to say. If you don't know the answer, you can say, okay, but does that justify killing animals? Right. Someone says, you know, it's in my culture or, you know, it's been tradition for thousands of years or, you know, we've got canines, we're actually omnivores, we have this body designed to process meat. You know, and you might not know about biology. You can say, okay, yeah, maybe we can. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But just because we can, does that mean we should? Uh, you know, you learn, you learn, because there's not many different conversations. It's interesting, interesting point about the canines, isn't it? Well, about all those things, but about the canines yeah. particularly, because um, it, it does, but, but by that logic, you'd obviously eat sort of the, the worms and the grubs that apes do, which... Most people don't. Not up for that, are they? So, no, <laughs> no. And, so. But then you've got like you've got. Not the sure a canine helps <laughs> you eating like a processed burger necessarily. I'm not sure no. it's like what it was designed <laughs> for. Like I don't, I haven't looked too much into it yet, but I don't think they're designed to eat animals anyway. Like uh, a hippo has the biggest canines in the world, and they're um, herbivorous, right? I can't I, see. I this. don't think they are. are you sure? No, no, not at all. I'm not sure at all. Can I Google it? But hippos are hippos are one of the most dangerous. I know, I know, this is completely non-vegan related. But <laughs> hippos are one of the most dangerous animals in Africa. But I don't know if that's because they're eating people or. Oh, you know what? They're or just because they kill people. Yeah, yeah. Mostly herbivorous. Fair play. Nah, fair enough. <laughs> there you go. So in that sort of situation, you say, "I don't know the answer, 
but is that a good reason? <laughs> and, the, and the hippo replies, Whoa. pretty much. That's and that's veganism. In terms of like your nutrition and things like that, are you worried at all? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> not at all. Um, I think it's a, I think it's a, a mad argument. To be honest, of like you know a mad argument to be like, oh, you know, you won't get your nutrition. It's like, yeah, well, it's, I, yeah, no, not at all. I don't. I, yeah, yeah, I don't think there's anything that you don't. And I mean, I think the only thing, I mean, you, you, I mean, you know a great deal more about this than me. But from my understanding, the the one big thing, which you obviously get in plants, but less so than you would in other in, in meat or dairy, mm-hmm. is iron. From iron. my understanding. Okay. It's like the the big sort of thing. So that's the only thing I'd say that I'm slightly worried about. But also, I mean, you can get iron tablets. And also, like, um, there is iron in vegetables. There's just not yeah. as much. Well, so, you know, dark, dark green vegetables especially are very high in iron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so actually, it's not – I've never taken iron uh, supplements or anything, you know. I – I don't think I know any vegans who've taken. I think it's like an overblown thing. There is one thing, uh, vitamin B12. Do you know much about that? Not really, no. I'm, I'm not, you know, <clears throat> I say I'm not worried. Well, I'm not worried about it, but I, yeah. I'm not going to, I'm also not going to sit here and pretend that I know anything about nutrition. Sure. It's not, so. Yeah, I've just learned stuff that I had to learn because I wanted to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, vitamin B12 is something that a lot of people say you can only find in animal products. Um and where vitamin B12 comes from is, I believe, bacteria in the dirt. And we used to get it when we were more natural from uh, not washing vegetables and from drinking from like dirt, stream water sure. from dirt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so nowadays we're cleaning everything. Uh, and if you're vegan, if you're not consuming any animal products, it's recommended you're taking some kind of B12 supplement or at least drinking like fortified plant milks and fortified foods which have B12. Um, it is it is in animal products, but the reason for that is that uh, the animals are injected with B12 by the farmers. <laughs> All right. just, All that right. that okay. fact gets omitted a lot. <laughs> so what you're saying is cut out the middleman, just inject B12 into yourself. That's it, mate. Honestly, as I've been understanding uh, nutrition more, it always seems obvious to cut out the middleman. Like I learned, like protein pretty much is only in plants. Yeah, yeah, the, the animals get it from the plants. Don't they? Yeah, not, so just go straight to like, the plants. <laughs> it's not like you never see a baby animal being born and it's fucking like, can I swear? It's podcast. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. It's, and they're like, they come out and they're like really hench because they're like absolutely <laughs> stacked with protein from birth. Like, it, yeah, they're, they're obviously gaining, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, so that's the only thing I would recommend to you get some kind of B12 tablet. Um, I just take like a multivitamin. It's just got everything. I don't think I even need yeah, it. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I think, but, yeah, I, I do anyway. But yeah, that's a good point. I, I, didn't, I didn't know about that. So that's not yeah. a good point. A lot of um, people who do eat animal products, they still need B12 as well. They should be taking it. If meat was giving you all the nutrients and vitamins and like the peak of health, then everyone who ate meat would be sort of peak human specimens, wouldn't they? Yeah. And I think they're not. <laughs> so... <laughs> Before we start the podcast, you told me you wanted to talk more about like materials and things uh, rather than just food, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So what did you have in mind? Well, I think, well, as, as I like said earlier, like one of the main reasons I'm 
um, turned vegan is because of like the the environmental impact. Yeah, but I think it. But I also think it's part of that is you know moving aside from perhaps animal production is also well. well I get one maybe not moving aside to it, but yeah, the way sort of clothing or consume well, any consumable good basically can have a, a massive impact. You know, I mean, I think it's been touched upon before and, and maybe doesn't even necessarily tie into like veganism, but, you know, the rise of like fast fashion, the rise of, um, yeah, throwawayable product, like throwable products that sort of instantly thrown away upon use or whatever, or or not even, not even the fact they exist, but more the, the materials they're made from, like say fast food containers, you know, being made of styrofoam. Right, yeah comparative to them being made of cardboard like both of those products are going to be thrown away at the end of the day that that's their, their designed use clearly and i realize that like recycling cardboard there is a carbon impact but clearly it's oh, far yeah. far less than than destroying or, or reusing for example plastic styrofoam ones here and then and then perhaps perhaps a bit more like sort of vegan centric specifically would be like the fashion industry obviously very much is yeah you know, you have, you have like obviously directly sort of leather and stuff. They're moving away from that, but then also perhaps less obviously the the destruction of habitat to facilitate like growing <laughs> products to be used in dyes or yeah. I mean, I'm not you know I, I don't know a great deal about it if I'm honest with you. No, that's fine. Um, veganism and environmentalism are obviously like they're separate issues, but they overlap an awful lot. Yeah, yeah. So if you're if you're vegan and you know nothing about environmentalism, I would find that kind of strange because you've probably encountered it quite a few times, right? And you'd probably be hard pressed to find a vegan who doesn't care about the environment, right? Right. It's not my strong area. I know a little bit just from like documentaries and things like that. Like leather, for instance, is often touted to be like a, a byproduct of beef, mm-hmm. whereas actually it's as lucrative as beef, if not a little bit more. The amount of money you can make from leather. Really, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, yeah, no, I thought it was a a, a byproduct, in yeah. the sense of like it's a leftover product from beef production, I guess. There's one big problem. I don't know if this is like a tangent. <laughs> there's one big problem with uh, vegans and leather is that you might have leather from before you went vegan, and then there's the question right. of what to do with it. And I've never encountered a satisfactory answer. So I was wondering what what's your opinion on that? Um, it's a very yeah, it's a very tricky. It's a very I tricky guess question. our options are just keep them and keep using them. Uh, give them to someone or like a charity shop or something. Uh, bin them or. But I think yeah, yeah. Well, I think mean, I mean this is a, this is a, obviously the big argument, isn't it? Like if you bin it, and I mean as I say, like for me, environmentalism was a big, big part of turning. Yeah, vegan. yeah. So obviously, binning it is. I think I think obviously there's a clear argument for it being like actively bad for the environment because obviously then you're basically clearly a lot of products and pollution has been put into the atmosphere in order to create. Le- I think leather uh, is particularly bag. bad as and well. It, it, yeah, yeah, it, it is. And um, you know, so bidding it is sort of it, you know you're completely, completely you're not you know you're not even using the lifestyle of the product. Yeah. And then I, I think there's an argument. I don't know to what extent I believe this myself, but I think there's an argument that it's like disres- even more disrespectful to the animal that's been killed for the leather. It's a tough one, man. To bin it, you know. But I, I, I don't know if I necessarily subscribe to that. But, 
but then on the other hand, and I guess like the the animal in question won't actually know. It's one thing yeah, as well. Right. Yeah. It's just yeah. our personal feelings on that. Yeah. Um, on the other hand, though, it's like if I'm walking around with like my leather wallet and leather shoes and let's say right, are, you, are you per- perpetuating the yeah. idea that that's it's all like, right? I'm giving off an image like I'm okay with this. I think it's okay. And if enough people are doing that, you know. Yeah, is sort of maintaining that industry, which otherwise would be moving away from using that product. Yeah, so it's a tough one. Because leather, I think, is quite a durable material. It lasts like a very long time, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's the whole... That's the point. I think less less so now, I guess it's more fashion. But certainly, I think it's original development. I mean, I think it's one of the oldest, from my understanding, it's one of the oldest clothing materials, I know, like when you play your RuneScapes and your Oblivion and your Skyrim and all that, like leather is like one of the cheaper, more easily accessible ones. And right. that's set in the past. And and, and, and that is 100% <laughs> historically accurate. Are you going to have to face this decision? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I have leather products. I've, well, I've, I've got one leather product. Yeah, I've got a, yeah, a leather wallet. Um, yeah, it's a very good point. I mean, yeah, as you say, they, they don't wear out. That's the main appeal. I think that's the big, like aside from fashion, the other big thing is is that they don't wear out. So it's a, I guess in terms of not perpetuating stereo, uh, sorry, not perpetuating a, an industry, but but also not sort of in effect letting the letting the the carbon impact of the product being created be wasted. Yeah. The best thing to do would be to give it to a charity shop. Okay. I think would be, or a friend or, you know, whatever, like, but, you know, not, you're no longer using the product, but someone else is, I suppose. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. There's not a perfect answer to this at all. Every answer has got a glaring disadvantage and there's no answer that doesn't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, I mean, and that's the big thing, isn't it, with, with sort of most clothing production, unless you, well, uh, to, to an extent, all clothing production, but there are certain companies that do sort of carbon offset and um, ethically source their materials. And uh, and I think if you're, again, sort of moving away from veganism itself, but perhaps tying in again to sort of the, the, the ethics and the sort of environmental impact that often is associated with veganism, I think those companies generally also are paying their workers a bit more fairly and stuff. Yeah, but creating the products. Um, obviously, I, you know, that's a case by case company. I'm not going to like say they all do it, but no, sure. You know, I, I do think there's a, a sense that if you're paying for a vegan product, like I have recently bought a relatively large amount of vegan fashion. Oh yeah, or like vegan products from a company called um, Vegan Outfitters, which is very very good. Mm. And their products are. A bit, I mean, I think the other. <laughs> So it's going to say their products are 100% cotton, which they are. Well, their their t-shirts and jumpers are, and I think they're they do like jogging bottoms, which I guess have, must have last a scene in them. Sure. The, yeah. The product they are. Yeah. I mean, I guess. I mean, which is good in a sense that they're not using plastic. A lot of man-made fibers, obviously, are very bad in their creation for the environment, and also they don't break down. Cotton ultimately breaks down over time. I mean, and then again, there is obviously there is an impact of growing cotton. On sure. a scale. <laughs> sure. But, but it's less but so think... than like plastic and like the chemicals in certain right, animal products right. and stuff, right? Right. I think, I mean, I think that's it, isn't it? I don't, I think, you know, short of growing all your own food whilst naked, there is no way, <laughs> there, there's certainly no way no. to live a modern life <laughs> no, that doesn't right. have an impact. You know, every phone has elements in it which are not 
mind in a sustainable or good way absolutely and and also destroy habitats so so i you know i think with with everything i think there is an element of by living you do have an impact right right and i think i'm not sure if you're aware of like the the definition of veganism because vegan was like a coin term in like the 40s right Mm. um and the vegan society have the original definition on their pitch and it includes um, as far as practicable and possible. Right. Okay. Right. And it sort of lets you off the hook for having like, I don't know, there's probably something in my laptop that's got some kind of animal product or like UK money has animal fat in it. Right. And it's got tannin in. Yeah. It's tannin, is it? Yeah. That's the, that's the, or a, a byproduct of the, yeah. It's, yeah. That's what it's got in. Yeah. So it, it's just that really. I think, yeah. I think electronics, I think the grease of the hinges of laptops often has is animal based. Oh really? When it's yeah. first put in. Yeah. You look into everything around you, there's some kind of animal thing being used. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Do what we can, you know, and I think as well, I'm I'm hoping at least like we're moving into a vegan world eventually. And as there are fewer and fewer people supporting animal products, there are less animal byproducts, let's call them, available. Right. Yeah, right. Okay. So companies have to change right, I think, at that point. Yeah, to the ethics of why companies are doing this. But aside from that, I do think there is a, a real push towards more vegan products, more just more generally eco-friendly products. Yeah. Like something you, you don't think about, but concrete, the production of concrete is really bad for the environment. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the way it's manufactured is just it, the, the pollution that goes into it before you ship it, when you ship it, the, the water production used in concrete is massive in its production. And then when you get it to site more, even more, and you know, it's oh, yeah. often wetted down first before it's mixed. And like, it's, it's really, and then you, you wet down the dust as well. So there's even more, so it's a not great. And there's, there's recently been one developed, which uses, I, I can't remember how much, but it's like a lot, it's like 60% less water or something. And it's oh, wow. production is a lot less environmentally damaging. Is concrete like an artificial thing then? I feel like it's super sand, <laughs> you know? Right, right. Um, well, it's, I guess it's not It's not artificial in the sense that it's it's elements that are put together. So it's like sands and, and quicklime and water. And I think, you know, it can be gravels and stuff, depending on All right. what concrete you're making. So in that sense, they're natural materials. Sure. But then bear in mind, you know, they have to be quarried before they're produced into yeah, concrete yeah and then even even when they get to the producing plant like i say the, the water used and and you know i mean that's just one product that's like one element of quite a widely used product sure but one yeah. element of a much much larger industry and and you know production but yeah and i think it's very interesting that they're really a big push into sort of moving away from from the the as damaging effects of materials like that you know again that's just one industry think on a on a much wider scale that's also the case as well i think like even in the past five years just seeing how much uh, well actually both veganism and environmentalism has exploded you know mm, when you go to mm. the supermarket and stuff like that every like they, they have whole vegan aisles and they have like these items are um sustainably grown and right yeah yeah people really seem to care about it these days and it's going faster and faster. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And I mean, I think it's really good. I think, you know, obviously there's still work to do, but I think often you can get a bit bogged down in yeah. it being very overwhelming. Like 
you know, you need to fix this, you need to fix this. And I think, you know, with sort of everything else, and if you're tying that into other ethical issues, it can be very overwhelming. And I think it's nice to occasionally sort of be like, like you say, in the, even in the last five years, and, and it's still accelerating, it's not plateaued. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's definitely good news. One thing I wanted to say for you, since you're new to this, like, I wouldn't call it a mistake, but what's happened to me is I've become so entrenched in veganism I pretty much only speak to vegans, <laughs> you know, I'm always doing like activism and making videos and researching and blah, 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 that I'm no longer sort of in touch with how I felt before I went vegan. And now I feel like it might be a little bit difficult to talk to someone about cow's milk and understand what they're thinking to understand how I should advocate, you know? Right. Right. Um, so for you, uh, just in case you do get active in the future, if you could like, take note of sort of how you feel about things now and see if you can remember them and that should really help you in the future then does that make sense okay yeah yeah it definitely makes sense it's interesting yeah it's interesting yeah well i mean i suppose it shows sort of how how much you how much i've grown how much you've grown exactly (laughs) you do you can find yourself in a bubble sometimes so you can forget oh fair enough yeah interesting like uh occasionally like i'll make something that's a little bit angry maybe right Mm. Uh, like how dare you like pay for baby cows to be killed I never like that mm. much but a touch of that and I forget like most people don't know that baby cows are killed for milk I think that's it and I think as you said earlier I mean a lot of it is ease and yeah not knowing you know I don't think people I, I just think it's easy like often it's just easier to get cow's milk yeah which I think is probably the, the overwhelming I mean maybe not but I think for a vast majority of people in the supermarket I think they just go to, they're like, oh, I need some milk, go to the milk aisle. Yeah, it's not a decision to make. That's just what we do. Yeah, it's just, you know, why would you suddenly decide after 30, 40, 50 years to to just, just, you know, completely change without any knowledge, you know? So maybe the way is like just reminding people you do have a choice. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. So I think for a lot of vegans... Uh, when they first start the first week or so, they're a bit like bewildered, right? Like mm. what everyone's lied to me this whole time kind of thing, right? And then they get angry, <laughs> right? Like why aren't people right. doing something about this? Right. Or like for me, it was so difficult because I would like, I've learned all this stuff, you know, about what goes on. I'm like, all right, well, I care about this, so I'm changing. Yeah, that, that's in, I mean, how did you find that? Because like you say, you're obviously very passionate about it. That's it. And, yeah, it's... and like you said, they really had an anger. And I mean, your your family are absolutely lovely. They're really nice people, but they're not. They're not. They're not even vegetarian. You know, they're not. I don't think they sort of understand, yeah. do they? So, uh, my brother well, is. Most of them. To be fair, brother, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, yeah, he's vegetarian. He was. Um, he was. Ve- let's say vegan for the environment, plant based for the environment, right? Yeah. So you learn all this stuff. You know, you're like, okay, I care about this stuff, so I'm going to change. So you start to tell the people around you because you're like, okay, my family and friends, you know. I know they're caring people. I know they're nice people. I need yeah, to tell yeah. them. And they're going to change too. But they don't. And that is something that is, I find, really difficult to accept. You, you were young, weren't you, when you turned vegetarian? Yeah, I was, I was nine. I went pescatarian and then like 11 or 12 was vegetarian. And, and obviously your family didn't, did they? Like you, you know, right. they didn't change their... So did it feel a bit like that, you know, when, you know, obviously you're, you're much older yeah. now. But was it the same sort of feeling of like... 
why yeah. weren't they? I remember being angry in high school and like being right. really preachy at break time and stuff like that with my friends. I well, still to this day, really, I can't accept that it goes on. Like part of me tells me like this isn't true, you know. Like I see footage of like slaughterhouses and stuff like that, and like it's like I'm watching a horror movie sometimes. Like part of me just doesn't believe it. You're real passionate about it. Like you've seen those, but then I like I assume you've sort of shown that like your family say. I try to. I'm I'm sure they've all seen that kind of thing like once or twice, but yeah, yeah, they don't want to <laughs> at the same time. Right, right. I guess that's sort of what you're saying about you've forgotten why people would drink milk, say. And I yeah. think it's that, isn't it? You're like burying your head in the sand because it's easier to... Yeah. You know, I mean, I think less so now because of, sort of the, the prevalence of vegan and vegetarian food. Sure. But I think in a, in a general sense, it's easier to just sort of pretend if it doesn't matter. Or it, like, Definitely. you know, it's, it's not affecting you directly, is it? Like you, you know, I mean, obviously like a, a sense of like moral... Uh, you know emotion but in, you know but if, but if you sort of don't combine that emotion for maybe me and you feel <laughs> with a sense of like the meat you're eating then yeah. it's not you're not you're not going to care are you and you don't you keep those things separate in your mind you try not to correct right. them okay. and i get yeah. that because that's why i took so long to go vegan from vegetarian because i was willfully ignorant i knew something was going on and i was like i'm not looking <laughs> we've, we've, we've all seen that episode of the simpsons with lisa when she turns vegetarian with the lamb oh yeah yeah so just ima- imagine that was a block of cheese i guess <laughs> it's exactly that really and that's what i do believe that's what people are doing because like we said earlier most people are they do like animals yeah right they also like to eat meat and they don't want to change I think. Well, I, yeah i just think there's a disconnect isn't there I would imagine the amount of people who ate meat would drop a lot. If the people who wanted to eat meat, you gave them a, a knife and were like, all right, here you go. Yeah. Cows out there. That's right. Veganism skyrockets to 98%. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, obviously some people still wouldn't, you know, obviously. Yeah, yeah, of course. People hunt, people fish. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But but I would say the majority of people who just go and buy their meat in the supermarket. Yeah. I think a lot of them would probably not <laughs> if you yeah, just definitely. said you know you have to sort of get it yourself like now we're suffering like you say we've got human health is absolutely suffering yeah yeah absolutely uh the biggest i think nine of the top 10 killers are related to consumption of animal products right and i'll right. include environmentalism but mm. um you know that says something and the only one in that list that isn't from animal products is accidental death like falling Right. <laughs> right. So <laughs> um, exactly. And we've got pandemics, we've like illnesses and stuff, like the, the seasonal flu. All comes out of this. How much profit can we squeeze out of it? Disregard yeah, for the yeah. humans, for the environment, it's, for the it's, animals. It's it's a way up. Yeah. Where profit is always king. It's a how many yeah. people can we push outside? How much human health, how much animal health, how much of that can we push aside to make the biggest profit margin? And in a way that, yeah, like I say, I think it's always been profit-driven. I just don't think it's been purely profit-driven in a way which I think it is now. And that's what I feel an anger about. Okay, well, where are you going to direct that anger then? Oh, probably nowhere. Yeah. Sit at home. No, um, <laughs> by becoming vegan <laughs> for a start. Sure. When you invest in like smaller companies and independent, you know, yeah, 
stores and, and products and stuff like that. And maybe, maybe some activism. We'll get we'll get you there. You just <laughs> you just settle in, settle in for the moment. And when I come to England in a couple of months, <laughs> I'll grab you and like race you to a slaughterhouse and we'll shout at people in the middle of the street and I'll feel 15 <laughs> again. I'll feel punk again. <laughs> okay, well, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on, Ben. Yeah, cheers, boy. It's lovely. Uh, do you want to plug anything? Uh, well, me and you have another podcast, which we I do. suppose we could, <laughs> we could plug. But it's very different. It's nothing to do with veganism. <laughs> it's nothing or, to do with veganism. Yeah, no. <laughs> Comedy. We're an improv duo. We are. We're, we're called Improv Radiov. <laughs> And you can find us in all the same places you can find this podcast. So if you want to check that out, that's called Improv Radio. Thanks for listening.